Howdy, I'm Paul Isaac Yoder, this is Author's Dozen, a podcast where I explore barriers to storytelling by writing one novel every month for 12 months. Please enjoy. Now, people have been saying squawk since the dawn of time. Study, question, and commit, they say, that's the squawking way. No one has dared to explain S-Q-A-C. No one until now. Finally, as the book called Hollow reaches its writing climax, we dare to complete our Squawk trilogy. What happens next will either echo through history or end history itself. Why is commitment important? Let's quote Aristotle, a true squawker. Excellence, then, being of these two kinds, intellectual and moral, intellectual excellence owes its birth and growth mainly to instruction, and so requires time and experience, while moral excellence is the result of habit or custom. How smart we get is mainly down to study and questioning. It's commitment when we put them smarts to use. Remember, some people stop at studying. Those are fans. Some people, in turn, stop at the questioning part. Those are critics. Where a fan can get excited about a work of art, a critic can question it. A critic can tell you what art does right and what it does wrong. A critic can make suggestions. A critic, if he's just a critic, cannot make art, because that's what an artist does. One can be a fan, a critic, and an artist simultaneously. Each step is harder than the last, but one cannot be an artist without first being a critic, and one can't be a critic without first being a fan. So it's not wrong to be a fan or a critic. You'll have only a passing familiarity with most things in life. You can only choose a few things to really love and critique. Your expertise will be even smaller. So if you want to be a creator, you've got a squawk with a capital C. Commit is a word that gets shouted at you during workout videos. Commit is the word most likely to frighten 20-somethings. Commitment is key. It's the key to being annoying. There are three common objections to commitment. Objection number one is that life ain't fair. Imagine a foot race. There's a person 50 meters ahead of you and much less sweaty. There's a person 50 meters behind you sweating gallons. The person in front makes you feel bad about your lack of commitment. The person behind you makes you feel like a champ. The person in front looks back and shouts, Commit! It's hard to hear him over his motorcycle. To salve your pride, you look back to the person behind you and shout, Commit! You're not sure if he understands you, though, since he's not old enough to walk. What can we surmise about this race? It's not fair, is it? Commitment isn't going to make you as fast as a Harley. That's the only kind of motorcycle I know. Objection number two is that commitment is inauthentic. If we love something, won't we just automatically commit? Isn't that what study was about? And how come people get married? Seriously, why do so many people still exchange vows? It seems like if you want to love somebody, you'll love them, with or without a ring or a license. Plus, if you find you don't love somebody you married, well, tough. You're handcuffed to this person. If you want out, you'll just have to saw your arm off. That 
I think that's how marriage works. So wouldn't it be more authentic not to get married? Wouldn't it be more authentic to love someone without a divorce court hanging over your head? Objection number three is that commitment is hard. Commitment sucks. You don't get studied or questioned to a psych ward. You get committed. Commitment means you continuously do something even, and especially when you do not want to do that thing. I'd come up with a third illustration for objective three, but it's just too hard to commit to this podcast. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you're in luck because you live in the age of individuality. You live in the age where you have the option of committing to no one and nothing. You can get on your stinking keyboard and venture into the internet raiding and harassing and consuming people and then with the touch of a key slip away without having to commit anything to any of it. You can live off of others if you know how to play them. You can have friends, and the second they displease you, you can drop them like a greasy sack of live spiders. Like a ghost, you may touch and yet be untouched. Lucky you. Commitment isn't going to make you as fast as a motorcycle can be, but it'll make you as fast as you can be. Objection number one is that life isn't fair. Rebuttal number one is that unless you commit, it'll be even less fair. Commitment to marriage means committing to loving when you don't feel like loving. You can see that as inauthentic, but marriage is committing to loving someone even when they mess up or displease you, or you don't feel like loving anymore. Objection number two is that commitment is inauthentic. Rebuttal number two is that a lack of commitment is inauthentic. But that leaves objection number three. Commitment is hard. And there's no rebuttal to objection number three. There are some days I hate the book called Hollow. Yesterday was one such day. Yesterday I realized I had written myself into a hole that I'd have to write myself out of again. My main character was going to venture alone into the climax of the story, and that was intolerable to me. Um, Each of my characters represents an idea. Just as every human has their own unique view of the world, my characters all have their unique reactions to any given situation. It is most entertaining to me to watch characters fight over the meaning of life. Conflict can end in one of three ways. Destruction of one combatant, separation of the combatants, or a synthesis of the combatants. The three endings to Mass Effect 3. Without combatants, my main character would have no one to fight but himself. My main character is not that conflicted. Not yet. At the point where he was going to enter the climax, he was exactly sure of what needed to be done. He needed a foil. He needed someone along for the ride who could make him doubt his purpose. And so I had to destroy a whole day's writing because it wasn't going to do what I needed the book to do. And it was my fault. And that sucked so much. And it was like racing with refrigerators tied to my ankles. What's the point? What has all my committing gotten me? It's tough. It's work. It gave me nothing. Then there are days like today. As I write this podcast, I am in the throes of ecstasy. 
I have discovered a way to get both characters back together in time to face their greatest battle. If I include this podcast, I will have more than doubled my daily word count, and some of the words were even a little good so far as I could tell. The only reason I had the good day is because I had the bad day. Because I discovered something I hated, I knew how to chase what I love. I've gone five full episodes without quoting C.S. Lewis. Indulge me. To love it all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one. Wrap it carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, unpenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. I'm not sure why my C.S. Lewis is Winston Churchill, but there we go. These objections are not unnatural. Remembering that things aren't fair will help you survive when you get chewed out for living your life the best way you know how. Remembering that commitment is not always authentic will make you appreciate commitment all the more. Working out sucks. Eating right sucks. Getting sober and being committed sucks. But what sucks worse is committing to nothing. Life will become a series of crash diets, false intimacy, petty distractions, and little luxuries. Next week, we will wrap up the novel called Hollow and start moving on to the next project. In doing so, we'll cover a fourth and much trickier objection. What if I'm committing to the wrong thing? Da-da-da! And that's it. That's the end of the podcast.